Hello and welcome to UCA News Weekly Summary, your guide for news and information about and of interest to the church in Asia. I'm John Lawrenson. The annual Religious Freedom Report from the US Commission on International Religious Freedom listed several Asian nations among the worst violators of religious freedom or belief. Released on Monday, the report listed 17 nations as countries of particular concern, or CPC, including Myanmar, China, Cuba, Eritrea, Iran, North Korea, Nicaragua, India, Pakistan, Russia, Saudi Arabia, Tajikistan, Turkmenistan, Nigeria, Syria, Vietnam and Afghanistan. The Commission said that governments in these countries engage in or tolerate violation of religious freedom or belief. China has been listed in the CPC since the Commission started publishing the report in 1998, and India was included for the first time in 2004. In addition, the report listed 11 countries on the special watch list, Algeria, Central African Republic, Azerbaijan, Egypt, Indonesia, Iraq, Kazakhstan, Malaysia, Sri Lanka, Turkey and Uzbekistan. The Commission expressed concern over the deterioration of systematic, ongoing and egregious violations of the right to freedom of religion or belief across the world in the past year. The Tamil Nadu state in southern India rejected a demand for a national law against religious conversion, saying the country's constitution guarantees religious freedom. In an affidavit to the Supreme Court last Saturday, the state defended that the acts of missionaries spreading Christianity cannot be seen as something against the law unless these go against public order, morality, health and other provisions of the constitution. The affidavit came in reply to the top court asking all the Indian states to file their responses on a petition demanding a national-level anti-conversion law. Ashwini Apadhyay, a Delhi-based lawyer and leader of the pro-Hindu Bharatiya Janata Party, filed a petition seeking a court direction to contain alleged forceful religious conversion. He also accused Christian missionaries of engaging in forceful religious conversions. Christian leaders have hailed Tamil Nadu state's move for upholding the right spirit of the Indian constitution. States ruled by India's ruling BJP passed anti-conversion laws that have been used to target minority Christians and Muslims. Pakistani rights activists and church leaders paid tribute to Bishop John Joseph of Faisalabad on Wednesday, ahead of his 25th death anniversary. Bishop John committed suicide by shooting himself to death on May the 6th, 1998, in protest against the country's controversial blasphemy law. During the memorial service in Lahore, Archbishop Sebastian Shaw said, Though the church does not glorify his final step, they consider him one of the church's recognised martyrs and saints. John Joseph was the first priest from Pakistan's Punjab province and the first ethnic Punjabi bishop. He shot himself in front of the Sahiwal Sessions Court in Faisalabad after a Christian, Ayub Mazi, was sentenced to death for allegedly insulting the founder of Islam. Masi was acquitted and released in 2002. To hail Joseph's act, a vigil was conducted in front of the Sahawal court. 
Blasphemy is a crime in Pakistan punishable by death. Between 1987 and 2022, about 2,120 people were accused of committing blasphemy and more than 50% of the accused belonged to minority groups. Police in Yunnan province of southwest China arrested a preacher from a Protestant house church for allegedly distributing COVID-19 masks inscribed with Bible verses. The police raided the preacher Chang Hao from a church in Zhaotong City where his wife En Lin claimed Bibles, Christian books and the anti-COVID masks inscribed with verses were seized. The masks with Bible verses that he distributed became popular in the area, but the local officials of the Chinese Communist Party found his activism disturbing. Hao's family and his lawyer were not allowed to meet him since his detention by the police. Hao runs a small house church that is not registered with the state-sanctioned Three Self Church that oversees the affairs of Protestant churches in the country. His arrest is seen as part of a rampant crackdown against religious groups in the communist country for refusing to register with the government and accepting the socialist policies of the regime. Academic experts, teachers and students in Hong Kong have lamented the decision of the authorities to remove liberal studies from the curriculum. They say it will affect the critical thinking and opinion forming of students on socio-political issues in the politically troubled former British colony. Liberal studies was introduced in 2009 as part of the four core subjects in the senior secondary curriculum. It was revamped in 2021 as citizenship and social development with an emphasis on national security. The students who took up the course in 2020 with their exams ending in 2023 thus became the last batch to appear for the qualifying examinations on April the 27th. The Education Department revised the subject after pro-Beijing figures including former Chief Executive Tung Chi Hua and other officials blamed the subject for encouraging students to take part in the 2019 pro-democracy protests and unrest. A group of South Korean Catholics made a pilgrimage of reconciliation and peace to several cities in Japan that hold memorial sites related to the Japanese occupation and persecution of Koreans. The Korean delegation of about 30 people, including clergy and laypeople, led by the National Reconciliation Committee of the Diocese of Oijongbu, made the pilgrimage in the final week of April. Bishop Peter Lee Ki-hyun of Oijongbu, the chairman of the Korean Bishops' Special Commission for the Reconciliation of Korean People, joined the delegation as well as members of the Civil Reconciliation Committee. During the trip, they visited various memorial sites in the cities of Fukuoka, Yamaguchi and Hiroshima. They prayed together and paid tribute to those who lost their lives due to oppression. On April the 27th, the group participated in a special mass for peace and reconciliation at the Cathedral of Hiroshima Diocese. During the homily, Bishop Alexei Shirahama Mitsuru of Hiroshima apologised for the atrocities committed by Japanese colonial forces against Korean people. 
Residents in Zamboanga province of the Philippines gathered more than 2,000 kilograms of plastic from the streets and water bodies and exchanged those for rice from the local government as part of a campaign to tackle pollution. The pilot campaign ran throughout April and will be replicated in other provinces that are struggling to contain plastic contamination. That's according to the Office of City Environment and Natural Resources in Zambuanga City. According to the agency director, Marigold Aranza, various campaigns in the past to tackle plastic pollution failed, but the latest one became successful as residents received one kilogram of rice for every two kilograms of plastics. During the Plastic for Rice campaign, a total of 4,144 kilograms of plastic bags and containers were collected. Such campaigns are crucial for the Philippines as the nation is ranked as the third largest generator of plastic waste in the world, contributing an estimated 0.75 million metric tons of ocean plastic every year. A new documentary film that exposes the dark side of tourism development on Indonesia's Catholic-majority Flores Island has caused a stir in the country and beyond. The documentary, Dragon for Sale, was released in April. It has been screened in various places in Indonesia and on Monday it was screened in eight leading universities in the United States. The film is produced by a group of activists and journalists who have travelled around the country on motorcycles since last year to document the reality in Labuan Bajo of Flores Island, which is being developed as a premium destination. The documentary exposes the marginalization of local people, denial of indigenous people's rights, privatization of coastal areas and water resources, destruction of forests, control by big business players with strong political connections, and the resistance by residents to defend their living space. Political activist Anuza Jack Luan Sufum was shot but survived death in the communist-ruled Laos, which triggered strong calls for rights groups to probe the attempted assassination. The 25-year-old activist was shot point-blank in the face and chest last Saturday. A gunman fired at him twice in a coffee shop in Chanthabuli district of the capital of Vientiane. Earlier, New York-based Human Rights Watch said he died on the way to hospital, quoting Laos media, but revealed later he was still recovering from his wounds. Anuza is popular among the youth in the Southeast Asian nation as a social media influencer. He runs two Facebook pages with nearly 50,000 followers. The pages provide a platform for issues including corruption, repression of fundamental freedoms and human rights violations against schoolchildren and lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender and intersex people. The shooting outraged civil society groups as Laos has seen disappearance of a number of political actors Activists. Activist Sombat Somphone, winner of the Magsaysay Award in 2005 for his dedication to community service, disappeared in 2012 and is feared dead. A court in military-ruled Myanmar has dismissed an appeal by a prominent Baptist Christian leader four weeks after he was imprisoned and a day before thousands of political prisoners were freed. 
Mietkiyina Prison Court in Kachin State rejected an appeal from Dr. Hakalam Samson on Tuesday. The former leader of the Kachin Baptist Convention was sentenced by the same court on April the 7th to six years in prison for unlawful association, defaming the state and terrorism. The court's decision came a day before 2,135 political prisoners were freed from various prisons across the country as people marked Vesak, a major Buddhist festival on Wednesday. Since the military coup in February 2021, more than 21,000 people have been arrested. Global rights group Amnesty International expressed deep concerns about thousands of individuals still unjustly languishing in prisons across Myanmar. That's all we have time for this week. Daily at ucanews.com, you can get news and analysis about the church in Asia. Write to us about our reportage and do contribute to us bringing more news to you at ucanews.com slash donate. Today's producer was Binu Alex. I'll see you next week. Ciao. 